You're listening to Alabama Tradition with Ryan Fowler and Martin Houston on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Championships. 27 SEC titles. 131 first-team All-Americans. 70 postseason appearances. 39 postseason victories. This is Alabama football. And this is Alabama Tradition with Martin Houston and Ryan Fowler on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. He's coaching high school football and uh, doing a great job. We'll continue with our Dreamland Score Prediction Day. It is a Dreamland Score Prediction Day. Tommy and Romulus was our big winner from last week. Dreamland Barbecue Gift Card 2021 Calendar, a mini print uh, courtesy of New Life Art and Daniel Moore. Rustic Rehab Gift Card, thank you very much, Michael Elmore. You'll visit them on Highway 69 North, 4500 Highway 69 North, you can also visit the website, rusticrehab.com, rusticrehab.com. Big Mike's gift card, Nuke's gift card. Uh, go out and see our friends and support the folks that uh, give us these prize packages to uh, hook you up. Let's go to Ken. Ken, we continue on a Dreamland score prediction day. I hope all is well, man. Yes, sir. How's everything over on y'all's end? Well, very, very good. And I don't know if I want to be the bringer of bad news here. Uh, <laughs> I announced earlier that Tommy from Romulus um, won the package. You want to know who finished second? Oh, I'm pretty sure it was. I, I was close. I, I gave the defense a little too much credit. You you came in second. Um, yeah, I, you, gave, you, I gave the defense too much credit. <laughs> well, and I think we all did. I mean, you had the same uh, score uh, on that side as I did. I mean, I, I had 28 points too for Ole Miss. I didn't think they'd score that many. Well, here's the thing. Since since obviously I'm not very good at it, I don't gamble. But uh, this makes it a lot more fun anyway. So even coming in second and something like this isn't that bad. Well, and there was, yeah, I still, think it was almost 50, 50 predictions. So, Oh, definitely. Well, a few things. Uh, one, the defense. Um, we can quit saying, you know, if Alabama can get it picked. This, this is the Alabama defense. It's been long enough that this is the Alabama defense. Oh, but ha- – can you not fix this? I mean, is it is it philosophical? I, well, that was the, that was my second point. Now, I think the only way to fix it, honestly, is to do on that side of the ball just like he did on the offensive side of the ball when he figured out he had to change stuff. He needs to hire a defensive coordinator. And turn it over to him. And let him have it. Because what he's doing right now, no matter who DC is, that's still saving the defense. Period. Well, and uh, anybody that doesn't think he, he doesn't have his fingerprints all over that thing is crazy. Okay, I mean, they've been okay whatever game plan they had going in. But the one thing that Saban or Golden or Vince Lombardi or Barry Brown or anybody else can't do is, and this is the most frustrating thing for a coach, is when you have the right thing called and it doesn't matter because the heart and the effort's not there. When that happens as a coach, you're still wrong because they ended up scoring, but there's nothing else you can do. Well, you said it right there. That key word, effort. I didn't see effort. I didn't see an Alabama. No. You know, I saw a lot of players that were kind of loafing around a little bit and just playing half-hearted. It's been well, Ryan, a long time since I've seen that in Tuscaloosa. Right. It's, it, yeah, it was back in the Shula days last time I saw it, but I mean, it's almost like the defense is upset that the offense is getting all the press that they just said, we'll take our ball and go home. And that's kind of what it looks like. And I know you've had, because I've been listening to you all afternoon, I mean, you've had multiple callers that have watched that game many, many times. You know, I only have to step in dog crap once to realize I don't need to do it again. I mean, I knew Saturday night there was a huge problem and, you know, and, and I think a lot of it honestly has to go with the effort of the player, especially the tackling part. Now, the one thing I don't agree with that a lot of people have been saying is the COVID thing, they didn't have time to practice tackling. 
they don't practice tackling regardless. Yeah, they thud a lot. It's been yeah, right. I mean, it's been basically taken away. And man, you talked about this a few years ago. Harvard did this. Harvard of all people, when they quit hitting during the week. I don't know if you remember this or not. But we had a nice conversation about this. That other teams were going to follow suit. But tackling, I, do, I do remember now since you brought it up. Yes, sir. Well, tackling is something that if you don't practice it and practice it right, you're not going to do it right on game day. It doesn't matter how much you thud. I mean, I understand the reasoning for it, but you have to be able to stick your head in there and drive your feet and take them to the ground. And Alabama hadn't done that in a long time. But as soon as Alabama, I mean, the same saving, God love him. He's a defensive guy. But right now it's not working. Ken, can you fix what happened Saturday night in three days, four days? No. There, there, there's no way you're going to fix it. You can improve upon it, but you're not, you're not going to fix this by Saturday. But here's my, here's my last thing, and I'll give you my score. I'll let everybody else get in. I think this is the first of the trilogy with Alabama-Georgia this year. Oh, really? Okay. Because you know it's hard to beat a team twice during the course of a year. Whatever happens Saturday, I think Alabama and Georgia will play again in Atlanta. I do, too. I think whoever wins this game will not be the SEC champs. So would it be an advantage for Alabama to lose this thing? I don't know. I mean, you know, as, as you Saban, just said. Saban, Saban's won one national title going in as the number one ranked team in the country. Every other time when he went in number one, he ended up losing the game. You know, he was number one when he beat beat Notre Dame like a dog. Sure. But those other times where he came in undefeated, Clemson got it. So for some reason, there needs to be a loss in there somewhere to tick them off, wake them up, whatever it is. But I think Alabama-Georgia will end up playing again in the playoffs. All right, give me a score. 44-24. Who? I'm going to go one more time, Alabama. 44-24. Waddle all-purpose yards. 235. Oh, big dot. I think they're going to screw up, and the ball's going to find him on a punt at least one time. And he can make you pay in a hurry, and that may be the nut that can – Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Ken. Have a good night, man. Right back to you. Let's go to Ellis, Manchester, Tennessee. Ellis, good afternoon, man. You're in the game. All these people picking uh, Georgia needs to have their Bama fan card taken away from them. You should, you think we should take it away? Yeah. Tab, yeah. what do you think? You they think we should take it away? They don't deserve it. Tab, do you they th- don't deserve it. You think we, we should? You we think take we should... them away, and we take them out to the farm. Okay. Right. All right. Well, you you guys are uh, two out of three. I mean, we're a democracy, right? Two right. out of three wins. So that's what we do. We take away their fan card. Um, no way. That. No way that I'd ever pick. Oh, no. Pick. No, no. No, but no. Let me, let me ask you this, Danny. Or Danny, Danny, Ellis. I see I'm so confused. Oh, Lord. I'm so confused. Okay. Ellis, let's say that you knew that Alabama was going to lose the game. Like, like in your heart of heart, you knew that Alabama was going to lose the game. Would you admit it? I just, I, I, I just don't ever think they're going to lose, right? There's, there's never been one time that you thought Alabama was going to line up and lose a game. I was nervous. I'm always nervous, but I ain't never think they're going to lose. Allow Truthfully, me to, I, I don't. I don't ever think they're going to lose. Allow me to read a text message from Saturday night. I'm going to my text. Right, <laughs> I am going to bed. I can't deal with watching this game. I am scared of having a heart attack. No lie. I will see the score in the morning. I did go lay down on the bed and cover my head up for a minute. Then I thought, 
no, I'm not going to do that. So I got. Well, I didn't say it was you. I didn't say it was you. I just read off a text message. <laughs> you, you don't recognize any of those uh, those words? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give myself a heart attack. Oh my heavens, Brian! I, my, I, I was my whole body was flush, like hot flush. I was, too, because my, I thought I was going to come in here and face tap for five days and Ole Miss beat Alabama and Oxford. My blood pressure, and I had, to, I had to take my shirt off, and I had two fans blowing on. Glory. Hallelujah. Yeah. But I did. I did. I went in there and laid down on the bed and covered my head up, and I thought, no, I'm not going to do this. So I come back in. But I know if anybody – was standing outside or even dared to walk up on the porch, they run down the porch and run back out in the road, a hollering and screaming. There's a crazy man in that house. Were you screaming at the TV? Screaming. I was stomping my feet. I mean, I had stuff fall off the shelf in here in the living room where I was stomping my feet so hard. Oh, my Lord, Ellis. I get into it, Brian. It sounds like it. Um, Gang? I, I guess sitting in the press Ooh. box has trained me to – I don't even say a word. Uh, normally I look at oh, I normally couldn't. I look at Drew and just roll my eyes. But uh, – All right, talk – I'd have to say something. All right. I would uh, – but I would I would have to say something. No, but uh, I just – I'm real uh, out – Watching a ball game like that, uh, I just it just comes out in me, right? I got you. All right, Ellis, talk to me. You got too much Bama in you, Ellis. That's right. Roll tide. Roll tide. Uh, I'm gonna go forty-five thirty-two. Bama. Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Forty-five thirty-two. Jalen Waddle, all purpose yards. 175. 175. 45 32, 175. Yeah. Thank you. And we are going to win. We're going to win, right? Let's go do I it. I don't think we can fix it in one day, you know, but uh, it, it has been going on for a long time, like you, you know, said, back in maybe Santa what, Clara. Maybe what we should do. Is if um, Tab, have you recorded the show for the last two days? Can you pull it and send it to the athletic department? Let Nick Saban put it on the speaker above uh, in the building, and and maybe that would motivate our guys to 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 bust some butt and get after it. Just play I'll, it on like a loop. Can no, you? I'll I'll send it over to Terry. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Ellis. <laughs> yeah. Be good, man. All right, buddy. Roll tight. Score prediction day. It's a Dreamland score prediction day. David and Tampa, two minutes away. T-Town tied 100.9. The home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tied 100.9. WTIDFM. The station in Tuscaloosa for ESPN Radio. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. You are listening to Alabama Tradition with Martin Houston and Ryan Fowler. Your connection to Tuscaloosa and the University of Alabama Athletics on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Think about those guys for lunch and dinner options. Cal, Justin, Brad, Brett, and all of our friends. Catering for special events. Maybe it's wedding. Maybe it's get-togethers. 205-248-7500. 205-248-7500. The to-go order is always an option. Southern Owl House. Easily to sit back and tell you it's one of my favorite places here in Tuscaloosa. Always that Southern cuisine. And you'll find it. Southern Owl House. 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Let's go to David in Tampa, Florida. David, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan. How are you today? I'm good, man. I hope all is well. All is well. Um, Brad Edwards started out your show, I believe, and um, he questioned the ability that Alabama's going to be able to run on the Georgia defense. And it, it, 
you know, got me thinking about what, you know, the early part of that game. I mean, Najee didn't have it going from the beginning. You know, he, he wasn't a long run for him was seven yards. And, um, I think he had about 45 at the half. And then there was one point where, where he came out of the game and, and Robinson came in and run, you know, ripped off a couple of decent runs. And I looked back over there. I thought, Holy crap, man, he's uh he's pulled Nanji. And, um, obviously he didn't, but, um, I mean, against the worst run defense in college football, we had a hundred yards at the half. And, um, I think, I think Nanji, I went back and looked but from what I could gather. He had about, 45 yards, which, you know, I would have expected. I mean, that's good. That's going to be a good total against Georgia, but it's not a good total for him getting most of the carries against that, that defense they played. So, you know, that, that really bothers me. You know, I, I kind of tend to, to agree with Brad that, um, you know, it's, it's questionable whether we'll be able to run the ball. And then you had Marks on, and one of the things that he said, you asked him about, um, you know, coaching and pro and what he thought about saving and all that. One of the things he said, he says, college coaches spend more time recruiting than they do, than they do coaching. Mm. So whatever you do, it needs to be simple. And I don't know if he meant that as a, as a, you know, a knock on Saban or, or, or not even a knock, but just, you know, it's a statement based on the fact that, you know, Saban's defenses are so complicated. And, um, so whether he was or not, I guess that doesn't matter. But, you know, the one thing I was thinking is, you know, Golding's name comes up a lot. Has, has anyone ever considered if, if maybe it's Golding that can't really grasp the defense, therefore he's having a hard time teaching it to these kids? Because to me, the kids, it, it, to me, it's not a, a question of whether they gave up or not. They just look so dang confused and they're just frustrated. And that's, that's what you do when you're frustrated. You know, your, your effort goes down. You know, you feel like whatever you do, it's not going to make any difference. That's what I see out there. I don't, I don't know. What do you think? You know what? I think it's a great hypothesis. Um, it's one that you, you could sell me on uh, because I, I continue. All right. Let, let's just kind of talk this out for just a second. Okay. When you look at Alabama's defense, where are we normally, where have we been the weakest at? Linebacker. It, it has been his position. And I'm not trying to right. throw more darts or pile on. I'm just trying to look at it from an objective position. I, I have to look back and look at guys who have regressed. That that has to, you know, Nick Saban said, well, you, you, know, you got one guy doing the wrong thing, then it makes everybody look bad. Well, and they made it work for 11 years. And we've yeah. been trending the other way. I mean, we've got progressively worst on defense. For three years, and that coincides with, with Golding's hire. But, you know, and, and maybe, you know, this is our third defensive coordinator, right? <clears throat> when, when Kirby left, you know, I, I, was, I was one of those that was thankful he, he stayed around for the playoffs because, you know, I – I really thought that would hurt us if he left and, you know, took on his job at Georgia and just kind of, you know, left the kids. Um, when Pruitt came in, we got better. I mean, we didn't get worse. I thought there was going to be a lag. Shoot, man, I, I think we got better. And um, so this is, you know, we don't have a very large sample here, but, you know, this is the first time we've hired a new, I, I'd say probably any coordinator position, and we've gotten worse. And um, obviously this is defense here. Um yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know exactly what what Golding's not doing, other than you know what I mentioned earlier. I don't even know if that's true. That's just what it seems like to me. But um, I mean, this is it, just it, not it sure, been. It sure seems obvious. Well, and also keep in mind that everybody's system, because see what what happens is when you're successful, everybody mimics what you do. Everybody mimics. They they want to be you. It's a you know it's a. We, we see a team have success, we automatically want to be that team. It happens in the NFL, it happens in high school football. When people have success, they go, okay, well, hey, we can duplicate that. We'll do what they do. So everything in, in college football, design-wise, has been to attack Alabama's defense. The entire system, the up-tempo, the RPO option, I think, was designed uh, to attack Nick Saban's defense. Because they realized that he was calling everything from the sidelines, 
And I've watched Kirby Smart and Nick Saban, and I've even watched Jeremy Pruitt sitting on the sidelines watching them call the play that the other team's about to run and communicate that to their linebackers. And the other coaches watch that too. And so they had said, ho, oh, oh, ho, we got we to switch out. We're, we're never going to beat this bunch. And so they went up tempo. And I think that's where well, Lane I Kiffin mean, knew their weaknesses. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you know, Kiffin's a different animal. But we'll see. One more thing. Trey Sanders, I mean, he, he, is not, he didn't even get in the game as far as I know. He's gotten zero meaningful snaps this year. To me, you know, I've always – it seems like every time – Saban hasn't played, you know, a person that we all, you know, came with, with some, with a background. I mean, studs per se is, is a trust issue. And I, I don't believe that, that it's a trust issue with Sanders. It's got to be something else going on there. I, I have, have you heard anything? It makes no, I no haven't. sense to me why he doesn't get anything. I haven't, I have not heard I mean, one thing. I'd be surprised if he's here next year. Well, I mean, I think Najee I mean, and Brian, you know, opening up the door. I think he understands that he'll be the, you know, the lead dog through the hole. I know, but he, he missed the whole season. So I'm sure he's wanting to get out there on the field and prove what he can do. Sure. And he can't even get in the game. Well, and, but that, as a running back, you, you've only got so much tread. You, you don't want to, yeah. t- you know, so, I mean, and who could argue right now with what Najee and uh, especially, I mean, I thought Brian Robinson just ran like a madman. Saturday night. He did. <laughs> I was surprised he got pulled. I'm surprised now he got another shot. I'm glad he did. Sure. But, um, geez. All right, man, let me give you my score. All right, talk to me. I, I got Bama 31, okay. Georgia 38. And whoa, 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 <clears> whoa. <throat> you, you didn't hear that? 38-31 Georgia? Yep. Jalen Waddle total... All purpose yards. 125. 125. And I hope I'm wrong. David, have you taken the COVID test? I mean, you feeling okay? <laughs> Man, I'm telling you that, that you know, we, we, we've talked about the defense going into last, last week's game and it, it just, it just wasn't sharp then. And I, I just, I can't believe they let Ole Miss do what they did. I mean, yeah, you, you know, um, Giffen's, you know, he's a good play caller, but I mean, he's calling, sweeps i mean i see people coming out of the backfield and there's nobody there time after yeah. time it's happened all year so you know i'm I, i'll be thrilled if i if i don't you know if my prediction is not right but um, i sure yeah you know, that's where i'm going i got so. you david thank you man Roll tide, uh, David, tampa florida opening up the phone lines at 205-342-9904 danny gardendale danny good afternoon you're in the game Hey, fella. Hey, man. I might be, I might be labeled the president of the Mass Club. Yes, sir. You know, but I'm in great company. I've got Fauci. I got Fowler. I got Nick Saban. I got Mac Jones. I got Ellis, and I've got Red on my team. But now, let me tell you, an empty room is Jumbo. It's going to be in the empty room. Him being the president of the Pete Golden fan yeah, club. Yeah, T- explain what that's like, Danny, to be in an empty room. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it's not a good place. It's it's an unhappy place. It's it's not fun. No, and he's gonna be there by himself. <laughs> I mean, you heard Jumbo though. He said earlier that he thinks that Pete Golding is a good defensive coordinator. I said yesterday, yeah, we, they was 38 missed tackles, and they looked like they had Vaseline on them. They looked like greased pigs. It did. and But Saban said it's poor play, not not bad play call. He did. He did. And, and I so, don't make sense. Um, is it – I mean, it, it's the coach's job to get this straight. I mean, is it the players? Is it, is it the four or five stars? Is it the schemes that we're playing? What did, did they is, misevaluate some guys? Uh, tell me about it. Is, is it the style of play? Is it the coaches? Is is it COVID? You tell me, brother. I mean, we we have we ought to be able to fix some of these things. Like I said yesterday, in the other other callers and your guesses, you can straighten some of this out. It's fundamentals. Is one thing. I mean, in high school, aren't you taught? Especially linebackers, 
You you never leave your feet. You know, you may have to go chase them down a couple of extra yards, but don't be diving and, and reaching, arm tackling. You know, buckle up. And, you know, and, and, and never don't be doing this diving and missing. It looks like you're grabbing Vaseline. You know, there's some stuff that can be fixed. I mean, it looks like Alabama is starting to become, you know, like Oklahoma. You know, we're going to be in the Final Four with a flashy offense, and and we're going to be exiting very quickly with this uh, this little bad defense, you know, fizzle out. But I thought Brad Edwards, I, I thought he, he was on the money. I, I like what he was saying. I mean, I, I don't say I like it, but I feel like it's true. And uh, I think we're going to have we're going to have to outscore them, Fowler. I mean, look, you're talking about back-to-back winners. I mean, are we show. really? I mean, as Alabama fans, I'm a little bit, uh, a little bit irritated. Do we really <laughs> look at Stetson Bennett, a walk-on quarterback, is going to come in our place and beat the Alabama Crimson Tide? Hell no. Come on, Danny. Come oh, on, oh. man. Come, Come on, on man! But you're you're talking about back to back winners on your show. Saban is it's got back to back coaches coming in and wanting to beat him back to back week you know week after week. You got uh, you had Kiffin, now you got Kirby, and you got screaming Scott Cochran coming in. Is it is it uh, are we missing Cochran? I mean, is is this uh, strength and conditioning by the Zoom uh, over the summer? Is that what's got our defense? Is that what we're questioning now? Is that is that what the problem is? Or you know, uh, oh my heavens! Uh, Come on, tackles! Come on, Danny! Come on, man! You don't really think that, do you? No, I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, okay. See the (laughs) Well, I'll say this: I hope Scott Cochran, being a special teams coach. At UGA, I hope he kicks to Jalen Waddle. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Kirby's he's a little bit smarter than that, you know that. Um, you know, to the to the Georgia game, and uh, I'm going to throw another stat out there for Tony. Okay. Um, Georgia defense, you know how you know how great they are right now. Number one, number two in the nation, whatever. But they've only faced. Offenses ranked in in the 60th, like 66, 63, 67. You faced Arkansas, Tennessee, and Auburn. Now they're coming into Tuscaloosa against the number three offense in the nation. So we're, we're going to have to outscore them, Fowler. We, we got this peewee defense and an NFL offense. We got to outscore them. Man, oh you man. know, is the defense are, are they going to be are they going to flip their switch on this week? I hope. But my gosh, I'm telling you, the power was disconnected last week. We need to get the power connected back on. We need to get the switch flipped back on. I mean, we've lost our identity. The defense, man, make their ass quit. Come on. We what need are we to. Now? We need to. What, what are we now, Fowler? We're we're, uh, are they still in our plays? Come on, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, come on, Danny. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean. Our so, new identity now is, is high-powered offense. Come Mac, on, man. The Mac the gunslinger. Hey, I'm running for senator. I, I mean, president. I, I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm running for. Um, um, <clears throat> Jumbo needs some help. All right, Danny. He, all right, let's go. Uh, we're gonna have to outscore them, like I said. We're gonna have to, with this new offense we got going, uh, new identity. We got uh, Bama by a field goal. All right, what's the score? Forty to thirty-seven. Okay. And uh, we'll give him uh, one thirty. One thirty. One thirty. Forty thirty-seven. One thirty. Thank you, Danny. All right, bud. Roll time. Right back to you. We'll get a quick Dave, we'll get a Brett Mobile, and we'll take many other callers. We've got one line available. First time we've been able to say that. We are talking Alabama Crimson Tide football until 7 o'clock. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 
Tide 100.9, WTID-FM, and ESPN Radio for the biggest events in sports. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. It's awesome. You're having no fun. Have some fun, man. Talking Alabama Crimson Tide football on Alabama Tradition with Martin Houston and Ryan Fowler in Tuscaloosa on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. So let's continue. It's a Dreamland score prediction day, a Dreamland gift card, Duke's Eatery 2021 calendar, mini print, courtesy of newlifeart.com, rustic rehab gift card, big mics, uh, Dreamland, all the different things. We greatly appreciate each and every one of those sponsors. Let's go to Quick Dave. Quick Dave, good afternoon, sir. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan, how's everything going, my friend? I'm good, man. Good. Very good. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to just say one thing just before I give them a story. Now, this is my opinion. They can uh, talk about me any way they want to. But let's give credit where credit to Kiffin. I mean, not Kiffin. Uh, Kiffin, um, Lane Kiffin, he had a game plan. I mean, we can't take that away from the man. Well, he did, and he's worked all summer to prepare for that. And yeah, I mean, if he don't win one game, he wanted to win that one. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm glad we have that, but, you know, here's the way I look at it. Let's go get Kirby Smart, and let's go get uh, Scott Cochran and get that uh, little rookie quarterback and show him what we made out of. Well, I hope we man up in this game. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, uh, the mistakes we made, you know, uh, guys, hurry up offense. I mean, I was fighting the cushion. Saturday night. I mean, I, I I kid you not. Yeah, and 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 you look at this game. It just we need to find a way to play better. And oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is the perfect game that wakes us up. Oh, I think so. I think you know it's do or don't, do or die. Ever how they do it, but I think we'll do pretty good Saturday. I really. But you know, do. I hope this feeling that we have never goes away. Never oh, goes yeah. away. Uh, I like it when we when we bellyache and complain uh, because that means we take winning serious. Oh, yeah, and we're not. What's that word you always use and, you know, that we get, uh, I can't say Complacent. Word. Complacent. Yeah, that one. You know, I know that's a five-dollar word. I don't know it in my dictionary, but the complacement, it's good to have this feeling like we are now. I like it. I yeah. like it. All right, quick, Dave. Talk to me, man. All right, I'm on go. I'm going 34-31, and it's Alabama 31. The Georgia Dogs are on be 31, and I'm going. So 34-31 Alabama? And all-purpose yards, Jalen Waddle is 167 yards. Roll tight. Thank you, Quick Dave. We appreciate that. 205-342-9904. Brett Mobile. Brett, good afternoon, sir. You're in the game. How you doing, sir? How you doing? I'm good. I'd like to see you on Saturday night watching that game. No, you wouldn't have. No, you wouldn't have. <laughs> he was ugly. Well. I was ugly. I was ugly. <laughs> I think we all were. I was ugly. But one of the things I remember, I remember 1978, Alabama lost to USC 24-14. I think it was an ABC game, if I recall correctly. And we lost. We were the number one team in the country. Lost to USC. We had beaten them the year before. And there's a radio show that came on afterwards. I'm not sure if Alabama still does that or not. You might be able to help me out. I'm not sure if they do or not anymore. Okay, you, you talking about on CTSN? Right after the game. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Well, if people call in and talk and. Well, and I don't know how many really calls they get involved. I mean, I think a lot of the stuff, you know. It it, it well, kind of it. To be well, honest, it, it kind of sounds staged. To you know, well, it's, back in the day, it was a lot of people calling in, and I'm not. I can't remember who they were. It, it was, uh, but I just remember distinctly everybody. Everybody saying, "Well, I saw an Alabama football player at a bar. They were all drinking all night <laughs> long. That's all they were doing. That's why we lost. It was like everybody was like they had their own personal story about how they saw a football player drinking at a bar." Before that USC game, I'm sitting there going, there's not me. But, you know, a lot of people watch Alabama football with crimson glasses. 
right? Oh, we all do. Yeah. I mean, I know I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do but, too. But that was the most embarrassing defensive performance I can remember in the Nick Saban I, era. I, I agree with you. But who's the ultimate guy that's at fault? And so I guess I'm going to upset people by saying that. But there's one guy that's at fault, correct? The coach. And that would be Nicholas Lou Saban Jr. I mean, he and he took responsibility after the game. He said it. Hey, listen, yeah, it was my yeah, fault. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have the guys ready. Yeah, well, and Coach Bryant did the same thing, and I admire him for saying that he did. But all this other stuff is irrelevant. I mean, we just got to go out and play football and win. But I mean, that. But that's what happens when you have a championship caliber team like we have, and things like this happen. We won. Thank goodness. <laughs> Yes, I almost had a heart attack, but that's a different story. Well, but uh, you know, maybe we should do Alabama football brought to you by cardiology. Can you know uh, something? <laughs> you, you might want to look into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, heart attack kids. Yeah, because it's. I sure do like when we beat them uh, like we did Notre Dame, and we just kind of had to sit back, and, you know, enjoy it. Right. Uh, that's easy. Yeah, that's yeah. easy. That's yeah. Easy. All right, Brett. But, throw me a score, man. Right. What do you think? We match up better, and it's a different quarterback. And somebody threw something at me today and said, one of the things we have a problem with is a guy that's a loose cannon back there that can run and throw. You know, Mayville, uh what's the kid, uh, Trevor Lawrence, kids like that that can run and throw. That kind of gets us under, I mean, gets under our skin. But uh, Georgia, I'm not sure they're like that. So I think we win, and I think I'm going to say 27-20. 27 20. 27 to 20. Alabama. All right, Alabama. and then uh, Waddle we... all-purpose yards is our tiebreaker. Ooh, interesting. Um, well, hardly anybody runs a kickback anymore, especially with Georgia's kicker. Well, I mean, uh, but, but Scott Cochran, new special teams coach, will he kick to Jalen Waddle? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. But but I mean, you don't ever know. Sometimes uh, you make that mistake, and I'll say one fifteen. All it takes is one. All it takes is one. Uh, one fifteen. Yeah, I'll say one fifteen. Got it. One fifteen. Hey, Brett, we are jammed right. up, man. Take Thank care. you so much. I understand. I understand. Take care. Uh, Brett right. in Mobile. We'll get to Scotty in Chattanooga. Uh, Elias coming up in a couple of minutes. We got one line available: two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. We'll be with you until seven o'clock. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. A good supply of sunshine this afternoon, the high at 79. Clear and cool tonight, the low at 50. Tomorrow and Thursday, warm and dry. Lots of sunshine both days. The high tomorrow, 84. Thursday's high in the low 80s at 81 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9, WTIDFM and ESPN Radio, bringing you all things sports in T-Town. You're listening to Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. The host of the game, Ryan Fowler, and the host of the Martin Houston Show, Martin Houston, have combined to offer a show filled with in-depth analysis of Alabama football and more. Alabama Tradition broadcasts live on Tide 100.9 every Tuesday from 6 to 7 p.m. and is available live and on playback on numerous affiliates around the Southeast. Check out alabamatradition.com for a list of affiliates as well as other great content. in the books the final 16 minutes let's take phone calls let's jump into it we're gonna have to speed rush through our final uh, few phone calls uh not speed rush but you know maybe three or four minutes each uh scotty chattanooga scotty good afternoon you're in the game man hello ryan what's happening oh man we're having a good day we're just uh belly aching complaining uh 
you know, I mean, well, we we have a re- we have a reason to complain. Um, so just so you know, yeah, no, I think, um, I think Ryan, first thing I'm gonna ask you, Ryan, is have you did you watch the Georgia Tennessee and the Georgia Auburn game by chance? I did. Yeah, sure. Okay. What did what did you see? What type of football team did you see out of the Georgia Bulldogs in both of those games? What like did that. you Alabama? I mean, they kind of look. They do Alabama better than we do Alabama. Right. Well, they looked hungry, Ryan, and they looked like they're on a mission, and they looked uh, like they had effort, and they looked like they were just hungry. They chased the ball, and they just were dominant. And Tennessee had a few lucky plays and kind of stayed in there in the first half. But if you take away two touchdown passes, and it would have been a blowout like it, like the Auburn game, and it was a blowout in the second half against Tennessee. Uh, I mean, they shut them down. And you're right. They looked exactly like we looked back in 2013, 14, 15, 16. Okay, that's what they look like. That's that's what Kirby is trying to build over there. So here's my thing, Ryan. I think we're going to have to play Georgia twice. And I, I don't think that I don't think they can beat us twice. And I don't think we can beat them twice. Um, so with that being said, I think we're going to lose Saturday night. And then I think we're going to beat them, beat them in Atlanta once we get things better. But I, I will say this, Ryan. I, I don't know where our hunger is. I don't know where the effort is. On offense, it's great. I mean, but on defense, something we just have a problem. And I don't think anybody knows what it is. Maybe the guys just aren't as good as what we thought they would be when they were recruited. Uh, I don't. I can't say it's all Pete Golding. I can't say it's Nick Saban. All I can say is our defense does not look like Georgia's defense, and also our our defense does not look like the defense that we're used to having. So they're saying about the Nick Saban saying the offensive has changed. They're harder to stop. Well, no, they're not because Georgia's been stopping stopping people the last three or four years when we haven't. Ever since. Um, uh, what's Tennessee's coach? Ever since Jeremy, Jeremy Pruitt, Pruitt left, Ryan, we've not we've not been dominant on defense in any way, shape, or form. So, with that said, I think we're I think we're in trouble Saturday night. Ooh, I mean, we've and, had, I, I mean, let, let, let me, me say not, this. Ryan, don't you? I mean, Ryan, tell, be honest. I mean, I know. No, no, I, I, I am. Game. I am. Um, I mean, I've I've been honest uh, all all day today, and I'm I'm nervous. But I guess I'm a little bit shocked that there's more people like me and uh, less people like Tab. I mean, Tab's confident that we're going to beat Georgia. So there's, you know, there's more people like me than I thought there would be. I, I thought I'd be like the the outlier in this. I thought I'd be the oh, outlier. So you're, so you're, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. So you think you think we're going to get beat Saturday? Well, I mean, I, I want to see a different attitude. And until well, I I'm see that, saying, I mean, based I, I on think, what I've seen, based on what I've seen. We shouldn't be favored based on what I've seen, but they, you know, Vegas knows people are going to bet on Alabama no matter. I mean, people bet on Alabama during Mike Sheila. Mike, I mean, we were always, uh, I mean, it was, people just will bet on Alabama and it don't matter what the spread is. There are people out there that think we're going to win every game by 40 or 50 points, no matter what's going on, no matter who the coach is. But with that being said, Ryan, uh, I'm going to give you my score. Uh, I'll probably get blasted tomorrow on the radio show, but. I will give my prediction. I think we're going to lose Saturday night, but I think we're going to play them in Atlanta when it is going to mean that much more. Okay. Because if we lose tomorrow night and beat them in Atlanta, then tomorrow, then Saturday night, excuse me, Saturday night doesn't matter if we beat them in Atlanta. You know, especially if they somehow have another loss along the way. It's never kind of okay to lose a game. It's never okay. Isn't that what Nick Saban said? I, I, I will never. It's not okay. And let me tell you something. I'm going to be rooting – I mean, I, I hope we can. I hope we beat them twice, but I, I just don't. I'll never uh, forget Nick Saban I don't, doing I that. Don't, I, I don't see the team that I saw against Ole Miss and against the team that I against the Georgia team I saw against Tennessee and Auburn. I I don't see those two teams matching up well. I think that they. Uh, I think Kirk, I think they're going to be hungry, and I think Kirby wants to end that streak. And I, I think they're going to win Saturday night. I'm sorry to, sorry to say it, but I think they're going to beat Alabama, and I think they're going to beat us 
I think they're going to kind of beat us handily. All right, score. And I do believe I, I do believe the score will be thirty-five to thirteen, Georgia. Golly, bum. Well, I mean, Ryan, you. I mean, that's just what I see. I'm going home. I gotta go. I gotta get. <laughs> uh, give me all-purpose yards for Jalen Waddle. Jay, all-purpose yards, Jalen Waddle, eighty. But guess what? We're still going to make the playoffs, and we're still going to make a run at it. So. People can get mad at me that we won't. I just think I just think Saturday night is going to be their night, but I think that that's going to do something for us. I think I think we're going to get better behind the loss. So I know it's never okay to lose a game, but I think that um, I think a loss is coming Saturday night, Ryan. So I got it. I got there it. You have it. All right, thanks, Scotty. Be good, man. Thank you. <sighs> Thirty-five, thirteen. Tab, Monday and Tuesday has been some of the most hectic days of radio that we've had. Yeah. Can you imagine if Alabama loses 35-13, to 13, what Monday will be like? Hectic. Pete can Golding? you talk to our boss and see if we can go to midnight on Monday? Ooh, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You want to you do 10 hours? I got no problem with that, man. Let's do it. Elias, Elias, good afternoon. You're in the game. Roll Tide, Ryan. How you doing? Good. You you not you not on the Debbie Doubters? Uh, I, this I mean, if you're on there, I mean, I might just go home, not even take the phone. Oh no! Oh no! But my nerves are so bad, Saturday, man. I had to come out of Destin for a few days. <laughs> oh, is that where you're at? You're in Destin? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but Destin. I had to come out of Destin for a few days. <laughs> I got you. Well, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but I definitely be back on Friday to get ready for this weekend. I got go you. Down. What's it like down there? Is it uh, is it warm? Is it, uh, it? It is beautiful. It's beautiful out here right now. It's nice. It's get nice you some outside. food, man. Outside right now, by the pool. Yeah, get you right some. Now, so it's nice. Yeah, get you some food, man. Get you some really, really good food. Oh uh, yes, indeed, definitely will do that. So I know I'm not gonna keep you, man. I, I know other calls trying to get in before you uh, you're in tonight. Okay, but man. Bama fans, man. I, I know everybody panicking about the defense. We are gonna be all right. But I love the negativity that's come out because that just gives fuel to the defense. Sure, I they hope got, they go prove they go prove to everybody. I feel like they go prove to everybody. They go they're gonna do what they need to do. Cause, um, but one one but one thing before I give you my score, I'm not understanding why that game was so easy to coach Saturday. It was very easy to coach. All they had to do was on the next series put fresh bodies in to get those guys that has been in rest. I mean, you say you got depth now. Why not use the depth? That was the perfect game to use the depth that you had, and use the pieces that you know that you have in place. So if they need to come into play, they'll be ready. Yes, fair. So that's, fair. that's what I feel like. That's what I feel like they should have used because I'm I'm ready to see Shane Lee back on the field. I know he's hungry right now. Yeah, but man, you could find him in a mismatch in a lot of different ways. But I, I hear you. I hear you. That's, that's true. Uh, that's true. Uh, oh, yes, give me a score, man. What do you think? I feel like my guys, my defense guys are going to rebound, man. I think the final score Saturday will be Alabama 45, Georgia 31. Waddle was, was still out like he always needs to. All and right. he will have a total all-purpose yard 215. 215. Thank you. Thank you so much, Elias. Yes, sir. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Have fun down in Destin, man. Uh, let's go to DeAndre. DeAndre, final couple of callers right here in Tuscaloosa. Uh, give me a score and let us rip. Hey, man, how's it going? Uh, depressed. <laughs> Look, man, let me, let me, I'm going to say this, Ryan. Uh, I want to say 42-27. Uh, uh, okay. Alabama. And Alabama, Alabama. I, mean, I have to ask because it's, it's been a crazy day today. Yeah, man, but you know, you know, Ryan, um, I'm not worried. I don't know why. I mean, yeah, we didn't play good on defense, and yeah, we got some things that we got to fundamentally clean up or whatever. But see, Georgia's more up to our speed. Georgia hasn't seen an offense like ours. We hadn't seen a defense like theirs. So, so I'm just gonna have to give on Saturday night or whatever. I I look at how Georgia still get beat deep on the on the um deep ball or whatever. I think we'll attack there. That'll open up the run. I think we'll be good. Right. We just got to get back to playing Bama football. Jalen Waddle total all-purpose yards. You got forty-two twenty-seven Alabama wins. Waddle all-purpose yards. I want to say Ryan one forty-five. Okay, got it. Thank you, DeAndre. Roll tight, man. Roll tight to you, man.
uh, Cowboy Dallas. Cowboy, I got seconds to go, man, but I want to get you in where you can get you in the contest. Yeah. Um, dude, I don't know how to describe that Pete Golden performance. I told you uh, when we were talking Friday, I, I guess I was I gave you the first half number on the total yard, 338 for Golden Boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we've been asking the question, who's been leading more, Pete Golding from the sidelines or Joe Biden in the basement? I got like 20 seconds, man. Give me a score. Oh, I don't know. Oh, two minutes? Uh, oh, 29, okay. uh, 18, Alabama. Okay, I got two minutes. I thought I had 20 seconds. Uh, 29, 18, Waddle, all-purpose yards. Cowboy. 90, 96. All right, 29-18-96. I got it. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, you look at Pete Golding. You, you, how much responsibility do you put on his plate? Well, Ryan, we've been watching this for three years yes, now. So, you know, we, we had our blueprint last going into this year. We were already, you know, the proof was in the pudding. I love Coach Saban. He tried to give the man all the rope he could, but I think the rope's gone. I mean, you know, Alabama, we got to have elite coordinators. You look at Dan Lanning on the Georgia sideline. He coaches with fire. His hair is on fire. He GA'd at Alabama in 2015. Kirby knew what he was made of inside. Left Alabama in 16, got a linebacker job at Memphis. We should have brought him back here. Let him go to Kirby. Coach Saban let his good young defensive talent go to Kirby. And Coach Saban's system, you got to grow up in it. You got to be a floor sweeping coach. You got to be in the I analysis. Got, you got, you know, Jeremy Pruitt. You got to come Cowboy, in. Cowboy, you know, I, I got the seconds. Coach hey, please call back tomorrow, Cowboy. Hey, I tried to get in all day. You got too many people. You're too popular, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, Cowboy. Be good, man. Be good. Dallas, Texas, uh, my Cowboys are kind of suffering, too, after Dak's uh, injury. Tab, we've had a lot of fun today. Would you consider this fun? 10 out of 10, great show. I got to tell you, man, you kick ass, and I'm proud of you. Five hours in the books. We had Dreamland Score Prediction Day. Reminding you, tomorrow morning, Martin Houston wakes you up tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., Wimp and Barry, 7 a.m., Gary Harris at 9 a.m., Travis Wright, 11, Jay Barker, 12, we thank our law enforcement officers, EMTs, firefighters. We don't say thank you enough, but we do on this program. I'm Ryan Fowler reminding you that we call this program the game of the only way that you can win the big game, the game of life, is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good night, T-Town. I'll see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock on the game.